that was my dream. I didn't have a plan B, right? When I was playing soccer, because I got to play soccer and, and become a money doesn't really doesn't really motivate me. But what what it does, it allows me to do do whatever I want. Like you know, if I don't want to do something, I won't. That he's not as good as Messi. No, I think he's way better than Messi. No, okay, no, 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 wait, 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 wait. wait. <laughs> Welcome back to the Seeking Success Podcast, the number one virtual podcast in the world. Powered by Stockpick. Today we have a very special guest, Corrado. Corrado is actually a good friend of mine and Redesis, so we're glad to have Corrado on. Corrado is a real estate agent, broker, entrepreneur, as well as a marketing and brand expert. Not only is he crushing the real estate space, but he's also dabbles on YouTube and talks stocks, football, aka soccer, and all that. So, Corrado, thank you so much for coming on, man. You have a very interesting story that the listener might not know yet. So, you want to give us a rundown? Who is Corrado? What's the story, man? Yeah. I'm a real estate broker here in Toronto, Canada. I used to play soccer from the age of, I don't know, when I was a kid till I was 20. Played in Italy for a bit. I uh, was a nightclub promoter, got my, got my real estate license, and uh, yeah, still doing the real estate. That's mm. it. Yeah. <laughs> That's sick. And I, I think like we've had a couple real estate agents, and one thing we noticed is a lot of the high-level real estate agents, they always have some crazy fucking story where they're like, yeah. they did this and they did that. And like, you know, like they went oh, through all sure. these problems and tribulations and like, talk yeah. to us a bit about like your upbringing. Cause it's like, <laughs> that's very unique. Like you went from playing professional football or soccer to yeah. then being a nightclub promoter and you re- did very well in that business too. And then yeah. you also, if you want to talk about it, you got into franchising and there's a little interesting story there. I did that as well for a bit, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and then now you're crushing it as a realtor. Like, how do you go through all these stages in life, like, seamlessly like you did as well? Yeah, it was a bit of a mission, right? Uh, the soccer is what kind of, like, you know, got me to all these places, right? The, the mm-hmm. hard work, dedication, and uh, that was my dream. I didn't have a plan B, right, mm-hmm. when I was playing soccer, because I got to play soccer and, and become a pro. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, and from there, I, I got a bit homesick in Europe when I was playing there. I uh, came mm-hmm. back, did my thing, did my thing here, uh, nightclub promoting. Did very nice. well in that business. It was a dying business, though, because there's a lot of restrictions in Toronto. Uh, you know, like mm-hmm. they, they stopped serving alcohol at 2 a.m. Um, the, mm-hmm. the rents were just going insane. So nightclub owners, a lot of them were open like one or two nights a week. They weren't mm-hmm. making enough money to cover the rent. So, you know, the nightclub business was dying because of that reason. And uh, I had to get into something else. And I, 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 liked, I liked the fact that uh, real estate was very similar to the promoting. Um, and, and that's why I got, I, I got into the real estate game for that reason, because it's, they both, both businesses kind of complement each other. Um, but when I got my real estate license, it wasn't something that, like, I wasn't sure if I was going to do it. Like, I wasn't 100% sure, something that I wanted to try. Because, you know, first year, I'm like, I, I didn't like it that much, but then after it clicked and it, and it started to work and, and I was, I was, uh, you know, happy. I, I stuck with it and I didn't give up. Right. So Bro, that's just a typical real estate agent story, man. Like they ever, they get their license. They don't know if they're going to do it or not. And then like, they're like not making no money. Then like one commission rolls in and like everything changes from that point on. The crazy thing is that when I was doing deals, I was doing pre-construction from the beginning that money wasn't coming in. All my money, I only oh. jobs, right? So I, you know, I had my, I was doing my promoting thing and the real estate. Yeah. And that's, uh, and money wasn't coming in. So it was demotivating in the beginning, but then it all paid off, right? Because, uh, you know, it took some time for me to do all these deals. And now every year money comes in from the deals that are closing. That's facts. 
like Karala, t- talk us through like the emotions of like closing that first deal and being like holy shit like there's something here like what was that story like the first deal i did i didn't even know what the heck i was talking about i just did it. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy i knew nothing about i knew a little bit about condos but mm. i never lived in a condo my parents <laughs> would have never bought like moved into a condo they're just old school italian family um you know like so i had to i had to kind of like just go with it that's how i learned i didn't have anybody to teach me i did mm. it myself yeah no that's actually very interesting man fluidity is so important with, with whatever you do and it's interesting you said that because just because you didn't know everything about real estate that could have yeah. been a handicap where like you're just studying something Sunday rather you're just like I'm gonna be fluid I'm just gonna figure it out I'm gonna, I'm gonna figure yeah. it out as I go and that's the only way you succeed yeah. I, it always pisses me off when I hear people like yeah. they'll use it as an excuse like oh I, I don't know I'm in research phase I'm in, I'm in this phase like no man just like go and do but uh, something yeah. interesting about you bro um, and I wanted to you to highlight this because you have an insane network from back in the promoting days to now uh, in the real estate game talk about the importance of networking and maybe some tips on how someone can get better at the skill of networking mm-hmm. i used to love just meeting people that's why i was a nightclub promoter and did well doing that i was standing yeah. outside the nightclub just getting people in uh I, I i think it's important it's it's who you know especially like in living in toronto living in canada oh yeah oh yeah you know, not really what you know so you gotta yeah, sure. you have to know people you gotta meet people i used to go to malls and just invite people to come to my events just network and talk to people. Go to go to go to events. It, it depends your age. If you could go to a nightclub, oh, yeah. go to a nightclub and just talk to people. That's yeah. it. Right, wherever oh, I go, sure. I meet people, I talk to them, and I connect. So, so Carl, give us like something like an actionable step for our listeners. Like, what's like? How do you start? Like, how do you approach the people? Like, what do you say? Like, do you just go, "Hey, my name's like," you know what I mean? Like, what's like the script? It really depends the moment, like where you are. You know, That's like true. where what's going on if you're at a soccer game or something you know mm. like talk about soccer i don't know just just see you know like that i i talk to random people that's just the type of person i am try yeah, it yeah. out you know like just do it go up to a random person and talk to them mm. oh for sure no that's yeah. so big that's so big. We even had Luke, who's also a real estate agent on, and he's just very interested in networking. He's like, the best way to network with someone, especially if you're super shy and you don't know what to say, just compliment their shoes. You could be at a line in Starbucks, you could be at a restaurant, you could be your waiter, compliment their shoes. And he's right, to a certain degree, if you try this, and I've done it many times before, even before Luke said it, but it does throw them off dramatically. So if you have absolutely nothing to talk about, just and not just their shoes necessarily, but just compliment them. Yeah, people love hearing compliments. When I was in Italy playing soccer, I was, I was about 16 years old. I remember yeah. I, was, I was at the airport by myself. I was traveling alone. This guy in the Rome in the Rome airport was looking at me, and I'm like, "What does this guy want?" <laughs> <laughs> so he was looking at me, and he's, I'm like, "Okay, I'm like, hey, can I help you?" And he's like, uh, "Oh, I really like your shoes. Where'd you get them?" I'm like, "Oh, I got them. I got them in Canada." He's like, "Oh, they're really nice." <laughs> what, what shoes were they? They're the. I think they were called the Nike Court. Cortex. Oh, the Cortez. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cortez. They're they're silver. Yeah. Oh, okay. Nice. Right nice. What the heck? Yeah, I think like um like it's it's so crazy. So you went to Italy by yourself? You said like to play soccer? Yeah, yeah. I went by myself. My parents came once in a while, but it was just back and forth from fifteen to twenty twenty one. Oh wow. Yeah, that was pretty much it. Yeah. Okay. Damn. So like, actually, Carl, let's talk about that real quick before we like go more into real estate, like. How hard is it? Because you, like, went down the path. How hard is it for someone to go pro growing up in Canada? Oh, it's it's very hard, especially yeah. with coaches. Oh, for sure. Yeah, like 
some of the coaches, they, they just they say, no, these guys, he's from Canada. He's not a good player without even watching me play. Mm-hmm. I remember a bunch of them said that. Like, these guys don't even have a proper system in Toronto. Like, yeah. what is he doing here? But, I mean, it's true, though, right? Like, we do have a pretty, like, like we don't have a... You know what I mean? Like, certain countries, like, they have so many divisions. Like, when I was there, they'd pick you up from school. They would, they would wash your clothes, make all your meals. You're eating at, like, top-notch restaurants. A lot of the clubs own the restaurants mm. and they own the hotels. You're staying, you're, like, you just can't compare the soccer. It'll never be the same. It'll never yeah, be yeah, the same. Yeah. yeah. Well, so let me ask you this. Do you feel like, obviously, I think our biggest player is Alfonso Davies. Do you feel like he's doing a good job to break that barrier and kind of like, you know, be like, hey, Canada can actually, you know, have good talent? What do you think? Yeah, but he's playing in Bayern. He's playing in yeah. Germany, right? So really, like, he, you know, that needs to happen here. So if he played for, like, in Zanyi, he plays for TFC, right? But mm-hmm. where are they training in the winter? They're training in, in L.A. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? We don't have the facilities. We don't have the proper infrastructure to, grow, to, to build these players at a young age. But, but like, how do you think... abroad and then come here. How, how do you think we can change that, though? Because, like, I feel like even, for example, like, Drake, like, put Toronto on the map. And, like, people are like, okay, like, Toronto has a music scene. Like, how can we, like, make... Toronto have a soccer scene? Um, they would have to build proper, like, stadiums. Mm. Uh, we can't just have the BMO field. We need, like, more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bro. Every, every, like, every town in Italy has its own stadium. And the stadium oh, yeah. Like, you know, you, plus, you could play outside pretty much all year round. So, like, I, in, I guess I could. Playing in, in the winter. Yeah, yeah. It's not like here. Here you can't play all year round. So, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Well, bro, you know what, guys? Because you two both are very familiar with soccer, right? And from outside looking in, it kind of makes sense. Because take it in. You said Italy has the soccer fields everywhere, right? If you yeah. look at America, they have massive football stadiums literally everywhere. Yeah. And then in Canada, I guess because our primary sport, if you really think about it, it's hockey, right? And you could argue that you could find a hockey rink within three kilometers of no matter where you are in the city. Even yeah. in somewhere, a place remote as Calgary, like there's yeah. hockey rinks everywhere. So I guess it, they're kind of catering to the main sport of the country, if that, if that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Well, we also have indoor soccer fields. We have that, which is yeah. great. But we need a system in place that we would, pro- you know, a proper system for training every day for these for, for kids. It can't be like once a week. Yeah. yeah. It has to be consistent. After school, they get picked up from school. They got to go to the track or whatever, the, the, uh, the stadium and, and train. Mm. Yeah. Interesting, interesting. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, man. I think it's like, in Europe, bro, it's so different. Like, all they do, and I guess even South America, like, bro, like, it's just soccer. It's all, it's all they care about. Um, oh, yeah. It's, it's yeah. weird. I guess here, like, we do have a pretty big basketball scene as well. Obviously, um, I think certain things do change that. But I think after we have the World Cup in Toronto, maybe we'll have, like, a little, you know, like, a little uptick in, like, interest. But I don't know, man. People just hate soccer here. Like, it's annoying. <laughs> yeah. It's definitely not as, not as loved as some other sports. Hey, I'm not um, being negative about it, like about Canada and soccer. I just feel that, you know, we could breed a lot of great players yeah. here and they can go to Europe. They can go to the U.S. Like, you know. Yeah, yeah. Eventually, one day, there just has to be a lot of money invested. I think I think we'll get to that. We'll get to that point where, you know, we can have a, a, a proper a proper system here. Yeah, okay. How much do you think an MLS team costs to buy? Well, I think uh, so. I think it's about two hundred fifty million just to have the rights. Whoa! Yeah. Wow! 
Wow. Why club? Wow. That's wow. Insane. That's actually crazy. You guys, I made a video on this with David Beckham. Oh shit! You made a video with David Beckham? No, no, no. About like oh. his. Whole deal. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah. No, his whole deal, like the way he structured his deal. Uh, with um, is it Miami? Fifty. $25 million for him to, to buy a MLS club in Miami. Wait, so, wait, you said how much? $25 million? $25 million, yeah. That's not that bad, wow. though. But that was back then. So, like, when he signed for LA Galaxy, he made a deal with LA, with LA Galaxy and the MLS. Oh, okay, so wait. So, he, because he signed to LA. I remember that was huge a couple so years it's, ago. It's almost like, let's say, I don't know, Messi goes to EP, the EPL League. Yeah. Right. He signs a deal with Liverpool. Yeah. And also the English Premier League. So he mm. made a deal with both parties. Oh, okay. Sure. Okay. And then Corrado, we definitely <laughs> want to move into real estate. But I got one last soccer question for you, man. Yeah. What's your What's your thoughts on uh, Ronaldo taking that deal with Al Nasser in Saudi Arabia? Um, I don't know. I think he should have stayed in Europe. Yeah. Do you think he's a sellout? Uh, you know what? He's at that stage right now in his career. Like, like he's obviously not as good as he used to be. Ronaldo's mm. one of my favorite players. He's not as good as Messi. Yo, yeah. So like, <laughs> sorry, what did you say? I didn't hear you. I said he's not as good as Messi. No, I think he's way better than Messi. <laughs> no, okay, no, 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 wait, 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 wait. wait. <laughs> okay, come on, come on, come on. You think after the World Cup, you actually don't think Messi's the greatest of all time? No. Okay, but based off of what? <laughs> Look, I I personally think that Ronaldo. If you okay, let's compare Messi and Ronaldo. Okay. Sure. Ronaldo has more. Like he's a hard. He's a hard worker. Messi has natural talent. So okay, Messi I agree with that. Has better ball control. He, he's he's a natural. Yeah. Ronaldo is a hardworking player. So like okay. when I played, I remember to get to get to that level, you have to work every day. You have to work your ass off to become a good player. And, and Ronaldo. Mm-hmm. Has that. Can't really compare both players, but I'm just saying, like, I think Ronaldo's still a better player in my eyes. Yeah. Okay. No. No. In, okay. I, I understand you may have your opinion, right? Like, for example, yeah. I might think Ronaldinho is one of the most fun players to watch, but that's an opinion. Oh, Ronaldinho. Yeah. 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 But but yeah. we agree that's an opinion, right? Yeah. Okay. So is it in your opinion Ronaldo's better or factually? It's my opinion. It's my opinion. It's my okay. Opinion. Okay. Okay. I I, you know, I respect that. I respect but that. Even, but even facts, Ronaldo has better facts that he's a better player. But that's only. But if you look at the last, I think, couple hundred games, like Ronaldo has played way more games than Messi, and Messi is on track to beat yeah. all of Ronaldo's records. Yeah, but he still hasn't beat him. He just has the World Cup. No, but I mean, when you even if you look at goals, assists, and whatever, Messi is on track to overtake Ronaldo in probably a couple of maybe a year or two. Yeah, yeah, but- yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it's one of those debates that will like go on forever, like no matter what, like. I think after yeah. World Cup, a lot Ronaldo of people... Ronaldo did in 2008 and 2009, no other player in the world will have, has ever accomplished that. But Messi, Messi scored like 90-something goals in one calendar year. That's insane. He scored more, girl, more goals than certain clubs as a whole. That's insane. What year was that? I think that was... Oh... Uh, I, I don't remember off the top of my head. So that was with Barcelona? That was with Barcelona, yes. Like, that's insane. 90-something goals in a calendar year. Like, Holland will never do that. Mbappe will never do that. I'm not saying Messi's not a good player. I'm just saying that's just my honest opinion. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. I, I get that. I get that. And I guess, okay, last last soccer question. Where do you think Messi's going? Oh, my God. Because his contract's going to end. Sorry? Where do you think Messi's going now? Because his contract's going to end with PSG. 
Um, I think he's gonna. I, I think he'll. I think he'll stay with PSG. You think so? Yeah, I think he'll stay with PSG. Mm. Yeah, uh, it's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be interesting to see where he goes because, like, you then. Or he gets a crazy amount of money and he goes to the UAE. Do you think? I don't think he will, though. Do you think he will? Yeah. Bro, I'll just get the sellouts. He will. For, <laughs> you know, you get to that point. It's like Ronaldo's in a year. Like he's not the same that he was like even like two, three years ago, right? That's true. Yeah, he he even said like he, I think he, there was a clip. He said he would not go to the UAE as well. And yeah, no, he he said he's like I would never go somewhere for. I don't even watch soccer. And I saw the clip. He's like I would never go to a team that pays the most money. I would only play at a good team. He said all. I, I saw that clip. I saw that clip. Yeah. Mm. Interesting. All right. Yeah. Well, yeah at the end of the day, bro. At the end of the day, that's we're talking about. Yeah. Let's drag him back into the conversation. We're, we're no. Yeah. For real. For real. God. We're talking about money, bro. And you know, obviously, money could uh, change the way people feel. So, I mean, it is what it is. We interrupt your program to tell you about the Seeking Success University, the one-stop shop to learn personal development, how to build your credit and get up to six figures in credit, and how to monetize your social media presence. All taught under one umbrella with exclusive bonuses and exclusive content. That will be linked in the description below. Definitely check it out. Let's see you in the uni. How did you get into, into real estate? How did I get into real estate? Yeah. Well, it was the, the, the promoting. Right, the promoting. Mm. I, I was at you know I was promoting a bunch of nightclubs uh, downtown Toronto. A lot of the clubs were shutting down. I was finding out that builders were buying the venues. Mm. Okay. Was, okay. So if I can bring all these people to clubs, I was bringing on average maybe a couple hundred people a week. Oh wow! Wow. Um. So I'm like, you know what? If I could, if I could get these people to buy real estate, because on average, as a nightclub promoter back then. I was making anywhere about $10 for every person I brought. Okay? okay, nice. Yeah. So I'm like, you know what? If I could convert that to real estate, but oh, yeah. and like it, because what I liked about promoting was that I was able to like run these crazy campaigns, do all this marketing stuff. And I, mm-hmm. I enjoyed doing that. So I'm like, if I can actually do that in real estate, I'm going to like it and, you know, help people get these properties, help them make money. Cause I did it myself. Like I bought my, you know, I I invested in, in pre-construction, made some money doing that. And I'm like, I can show other people doing that. Yeah. Right. Um, so, so yeah, like that, that's what made me, you know, get into real estate, but I wasn't sure at the time, like I said before, if I was going to do it, you know, like, I'm like, I'll give it a shot, get my license, see if I like it. If I don't, I'll do something else. I don't, I don't let money get to my head. Like I don't really, for me, I <laughs> so you're better than us. <laughs> yeah. For me, I, I spent a lot of money in my business, right? Mm. Like a lot mm-hmm. of money investing, reinvesting it in ads and all right, that right. stuff, promoting different, different stuff. And, but yeah, like it's, it's just, it's another day for me. Like I don't really don't care mm. about, I don't, I, yeah. I, I don't like, okay. So when I was, when I was promoting at nightclubs, there was some nights I was 18 years old making like nine grand a night cash, Whew. right? And I, for me, I, I remember kept counting the money. I was counting the money and I always had it in my mind. I gotta make more, I gotta make more. I was getting obsessed, right? So I just stopped, I'm like, no, I'm not counting money. I don't care, whatever I make, I'm living a simple life and, you know, and reinvesting that so I keep making more for, for mm. the future, for my family, my kids, you know? Okay. Okay. Now, Karad, I want to ask you this. So, I, I guess me and Radice are similar in this sense. Like, <laughs> I guess we have three real metrics of success. I guess I'm gonna say it personally. I don't want to speak for Radice, right? <laughs> One obviously is the level of happiness, right? I I know Radice kind of struggles too, but I've always struggled with like some mental health issues. Like, 
darker thoughts, whatever. So I gauge my success by how happy I'm feeling. Like, am I generally tap dancing out of bed? Am I feeling good? Am I feeling down? That's one gauge for me if I'm doing well. The second thing is obviously money, right? Is the money coming in? How's the bank looking? How's investments looking? That's a big gauge for me. So um, for me to have a good month would be lots of days feeling happy and then like making obviously a decent amount of money. And third gauge for me, and this is gonna sound very, I don't know, self-absorbed, but the views. Like mm-hmm. if one of the videos is going viral, it's like, I don't know, it just does something for me, right? What's some metrics of success for you that keep you going? Because all these things, it's not like I need them to survive. It's actually, I look at these things as motivation tools. Maybe happiness, I need to survive. But the money, the views, they're just motivation tools for me to work harder, push harder. Because I put an insane amount of work into my craft, right? What's some metric tools you see that motivate you? Um, money doesn't really doesn't really motivate me. But what, what okay. it does, it allows me to do is, do whatever I want. Like, you know, if I don't want to do something, I won't do it. If I don't want to, yeah. I'll tell people, hey, like, I don't think you should buy this. Like, I'll be honest about it because it really doesn't, like, you know, an extra bit of money is not going to change my life. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. right? So I don't want to, I don't want to scam people. I, I, I want to do what I, you know, if somebody wants to get something, I'll give them my input. This is what I think it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but what really motivates me is, is staying healthy, right? Mm-hmm. Running every day, training. Every morning I run like I'm training for soccer. Oh, nice. That's that's what I do. I run like I'm I'm preparing, you know, for a soccer game. And, and the soccer game yes. is me working, is me doing deals, being a realtor. And yeah. My oh, wow. My motivation is my kids. Like, you know, like, yes. uh, I have to, I got to, you know, set them up for one day, yes. you know, and, and, and not only financially, but mentally be there for them and, and, and show them, you know, and teach them. Right. Yes. Mm. Yes. No, because it's super important, man. Like, I'm not. I don't know how comfortable you are, but when me and you were chatting the day the World Cup actually, um, and you were telling me about your last year, how great of a year you you did, I'm like, damn, like this guy must have some fire underneath his ass because for you, because like here's crazy with real estate agents that I know personally, a lot of them that I met around the same time I met you, Corrado, they kind of all fell off. Like they made a little bit of money, they got the car, they probably got the house, they got the girl, and like they just like calmed the F down, you know? But you on the other hand, I noticed you've been on an upward trajectory where like every year you're doing better, right? So I'm like, what's motivating this guy? Because a lot of people, once they get the money, it's like they don't really care anymore. Um, You know, once like especially as a real estate agent, if you have like, realistically speaking, if you have a decent database of like 50, 60 people, you're gonna make enough money to survive, right? You have no, absolute reason to like hustle and bust your ass but you are right so i'm like what's motivating this guy well i look at numbers right so like i want to hit a certain target like every year like by by the time i'm 45 i want to i want to be worth a hundred million dollars nice like that's my goal like no for sure but but the money is not what motivates me it's like i'm not doing it for the i just that's my goal like yeah yeah it's like a score yeah yeah, yeah. So like Karada, why don't you tell us this? Like, what's um like people who want to be like you know Karada, they want to be that high status agent who's selling precon. What can they expect in terms of like profit margins for this business? Because I'm sure people are hearing, oh shit, six figure days. Like, what like what? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, we don't want to lie to the audience, but like, how does that actually look like? Yeah, I know it's it's very you know what it's it's very difficult. It's mm-hmm. not for everyone. Um, you know, because again, you don't get paid right away. You're gonna probably, when you're starting off, you're gonna have to have another job. Yeah, there's mm-hmm. a lot of money into marketing. Like, I have, I remember, like one year, I spent two hundred fifty thousand dollars just on Facebook ads. <laughs> right. So like, and not seeing money for a long time. Builders canceling projects. Yeah. 
right? Oh, yeah. And when yeah. that happens, when a, like this happened before, builders canceled a project where I've sold a lot of units. Um, I, I, that, I remember there's a project I worked on. I, I was talking to my wife, we're supposed to go away for a honeymoon. And she's like, you know, you could, you, I told her, I'm like, I saw a lot of units in this project. What do you want to do? Like, you, should we just go away after? And, and like, that's, fine. that's fine. We can go away after. And, you know, I was very disappointed because that project canceled. Mm. Not because mm. of, like, the commission. It was mostly, number one, because people refinanced their houses, their properties. Oh, shit. You know, to, to like, come up with the deposit for, I, I remember talking to a lot of people for a down payment for these condos, mm. right? And then second was I didn't get to go away, right? Because right. you can never go back, right? Money will oh, always sure. stuff like that. You can never go back to that experience, right? So, mm. damn. Yeah, but can we, yo, Corrado, can you talk about that real quick? Because you, you recently came back from Florida. Um, how, like, does was is these vacations you use them like a mental health kind of thing just to kind of yeah. change scenes up? Uh, and if so, like, what are some like what are some tips you give like other high performing agents and high performing people in any industry to kind of step away? to reflect and then come back into the game. Yeah, you need to do that to have better ideas. Mm. Oh, for sure. Right, because I feel that if you're just working, 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 right, which which I did for since COVID hit, because I wasn't yeah. able to go anywhere. Yeah. Um, you know, so like recently we started going to Florida. Uh, but yeah, going away always gives me good ideas, right? Yeah. Giving you the time to reflect. I need, I need sun, I love the heat. Oh mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you know, I love, I love running in the heat, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. but that gives you the time to like, you know, uh, re, you know, just come up with different ideas and that, that's what I love. That's why I like to go away for that. No, reason. for sure. Yeah. No, for sure. I can, I can definitely test that, man. I definitely haven't traveled as much as you, but I did start dabbling in travel the past two years and it's like, yeah, no, you're it's in like, Calgary, right? you're in Calgary. yeah, I'm in Calgary. I'm yeah. in Calgary. And right before I moved, like we went to like Saudi Arabia, we went to the U S for a bit, we went to Mexico mm -hmm. and the, the more you could like step away from your current environment, even moving to Calgary, I'd argue the more you step away from your environment, you can see everything from the outside looking in. Yeah. Uh, you could see like who's still take like in touch with you. Like how much do you need invest into relationship versus investment you're getting back out. And like, you can really reevaluate your life and who you want to be around, which is like so important. And like, I'm not saying you should go move across Canada or wherever you live to figure this out. But even like something like you going away to Florida for two, three weeks, or you going anywhere. Like it's so, it's so crucial. Like even Radice recently just started traveling a little bit too. Yeah. And it, it does something different to your brain. Like you get exposed to different cultures, different yeah. peoples, different experiences. And like you said, it, it makes you more creative. Regis, where did you go? Bro, I went, uh, so in October, I went to London, I went to Paris, and I went to Switzerland as well. Nice. Did you watch yeah. any games? Yeah, bro, I, I watched PSG. Let's <laughs> say. Yeah? Bro, it was insane. Firstly? Yeah. Nice, nice. So that's like their El Clasico, right? But like the, the yeah. French version. So yeah, no, that was... Umar's right. Like, I think even when you just go somewhere and like you just see other cultures, like they say, like traveling is the best way to like learn about yourself as well. Yeah. And like, I don't know, man. There's just something about it. Like, I, oh, I, yeah. like I think we probably do like a whole specific podcast on traveling just because of how yeah. powerful it is. But did you get to see Mbappe play? Yeah, yeah. So I saw, I saw Mbappe. Um, bro, I have the funniest clip. Like, uh, Mbappe like assist to Neymar, and I'm screaming at Tamalans, Mbappe. <laughs> it's like so funny. It, it, yeah, like, it was, it was a good time, man. And I think, um. Like even just that, uh, I know we're gonna turn this into a soccer podcast, but um, <laughs> no, like that crowd yeah, as well yeah. is insane. Like the yeah, Raptors, like yeah. it's it's so loud, bro. The, the atmosphere is insane. But um, strongly recommend everyone go watch. Even if you're not into yeah, it, like just go watch a soccer game in like a yeah. top tier city. Um, 
Real Leo Umar, I'm going to... Real estate too, or... Sorry, go ahead. Still selling real estate? A real oh, no, no, no. I don't sell real estate right now. No, no, no. I, I do YouTube's and just content creation. Yeah, bro, we haven't caught up in so long. God damn. Because I remember the first time yeah. we linked up, I was doing real estate. I was with uh, Nolan and Khalil. We were doing yeah. like, a bunch of videos. Yeah, yeah. Damn. Yeah, it's actually been a hot minute. But, okay, let's talk more about, like, um, after real estate. So, Umar, I'm going to steal your question here. But what yeah, about the stock market? Because I know you've been posting a lot of videos about, like, I think Lucid, if I'm not mistaken, um, or Rivian, one of the two. Like, what got you into stocks? Well, you know what? During COVID, I was bored. I didn't know what to do. And I was just making a bunch of videos. I bought all this equipment, which I use every day for, for my videos that I make. Nice. Um, I was making, you know, all these stock videos because, you know, I, I dabble and invest in stocks. Um, it was, I think it was a bit of a mistake for my, for my Instagram. Oh, okay. <laughs> because a lot of people were like, hey, is this guy selling real estate? But again, I was just doing that because I had so much time on my hands. Yeah. Right? And right. a lot of this shit went viral, like mm. yeah. very well. I I, I kind of predicted that CCIV was going to merge into yeah, into yeah. yes, yeah. So bro, <laughs> kind of connected everything with you know the Saudi Arabian fund and Peter Rollison and mm. all these guys. Yeah, bro, I, I, I remember I COVID. Yeah, yeah. There was like a period <laughs> where you just put CCIV merger confirmed. Fuse, it's going crazy. <laughs> CIV, you'll see my videos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I stopped because it was just a temporary thing that I did mm. um, because I was bored. Like, there's nothing to do at home. We were stuck inside, right? When my my son would go to bed, I was making videos. Mm. Yo, so, yeah. Carl, Carl, let me ask you this because we both uh, – you still have your Model X? No, I have a Model Y now. I got rid of it uh, a couple months ago. Oh, how come? Uh, because it's uh, 20 – it was a 2016 – um, oh, I mean, like, you know what? The Model Y is nice. Like, I just basically sold that, got the Model Y, put a little bit of money into it. And two weeks later, Elon Musk. He slashed the price, right? Yeah, man. Oh, Ooh. shit. I Yo. think I paid an extra, like, 10, maybe 15 grand or something. Oh, shit. Wait, time out. Did you at least get in at the lower interest rate? Or was this after? Oh, this was probably after the no, this was like a couple weeks time, ago, right? no? A couple was, weeks ago. Yeah, this was, this was like what end of december i got it yeah yeah damn uh, oh shit. wait so okay so you drive a tesla i drive a tesla as well do you actually think there will one day be a tesla killer or you think tesla's just too clear i don't know like i i think there's going to be a lot of there's going to be a lot of companies that are going to basically take over and then you know like because the thing about teslas is the interiors are pretty cheap Mm. Yeah. Okay. So people people say that, but like I right. I haven't experienced like any bad build quality. Like I see a bunch of people on Twitter. Oh, the build quality shit. Elon Musk doesn't know how to build cars. Blah, blah, blah. But like, <laughs> like, is your car? Does it? Is it do you feel? I, like I love it. Look, I love it. I just think that people are gonna get sick of it eventually. They're gonna try. They're gonna you know get a different car. Um, the Model Y is nice. It's practical. It's easy for me to park downtown. Um, yeah. The Model X was a little bit you know bigger. It was yeah. Hard yeah. To parking places downtown but i love the doors yeah the falcon yeah. yeah that was sick yeah but the cyber truck i'm gonna get the cyber truck yes yes i think all three of us are getting the cyber truck because bro that's just like <laughs> sure. a like you have to get like it's like why would you yeah. not get that yeah i literally i don't Dude. know if you can see i literally have it right there <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's gonna be so sick it's gonna be a cyber truck shirt too yeah, that's yeah, actually yeah, crazy yeah. bro now you know what personally guys 
Obviously, I don't really fuck with Tesla like that. It's, it's, it's a great company. I love Elon Musk. I love the company. But uh, I personally probably wouldn't get a Model S, a Model Y, a Model X. Yo, if I was going to get a Tesla, bro. it would be... <laughs> no, I'm just... I'm just I mean, I'm talking, I'm talking facts. If I was to get a Tesla, it'd be either like the Model S Plaid. Yo, okay, no, 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 time out, time out, time out. No, 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 no. This guy is laughing out of his ass right now. Corrado, I got, I got my car, right? The week after, this guy texted me, yo, fuck it, should I just get one too? Should I just get one too? This guy drove my car and he's like, yo, it was the best car I ever drove. It's yeah. smooth. No, no, you lying. No, 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 you're lying, you're lying, you're lying, you're lying. No, 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 the first, I'll, I'll tell you what I said. I remember vividly. I, because yeah. till this day, I still have the same experience. The one thing I absolutely hate about Teslas and electric cars in general is you put the gas. This is the best part, actually. You put the gas, and the instant torque is like fucking. You can't compare that to any other car. Yeah. There's no other car that you get that feeling. The only thing you simulate that in is like a roller coaster. Okay, but yeah. I will also say the second you release your toes off the gas, the car feels heavy. It but does not feel smooth. I did not. You could turn that off. That's the regen braking. You could turn it off. The, yeah, you can shut that off. It's just, it's just the feature. Oh, okay. Oh, no, no, when I drove, no, no, when I drove, no, when I drove Radisi's car specifically, that's that was the first experience I had. I don't think I, I think someone else told you that was the best car they drove because I drove a lot of cars. That was definitely not the best. Uh, it's a nice car. The, I think the coolest thing is the speed, but other than that, it's just, it's all right. It's all right. And I'm, so, I'm not so, hating. Okay, right? Why did you say you were gonna buy you're gonna buy the same car a week after? Oh, I was just being retarded, bro. I, I remember at that time, bro, I bought a jet ski, I bought dirt bikes, I bought the Jeep, I bought the Corvette. I was being stupid with my money. And when Redis bought the Tesla too, the financing was just such a simple process. I'm like, bro, should I just get one too? And then I remember Redis like, nah, nah, don't get the same car as me. I'm like, all right, fine. Right, two, three years ago you got it? Yeah, yeah. yeah it was, yeah. Yeah. It was super easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro, it, they, like, they didn't even check Buddy's docs or nothing, bro. <laughs> I, I didn't go through Tesla for that. I didn't go through Tesla. Mm. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Nah, but I'm not trying to shit on the guys on Tesla. I think it's cool, bro. I, I like Redis, your car's fucking awesome. Corrado, I didn't see your car, but the Model Y is awesome. I'm just having my personal opinion, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, I like, yeah, it is what <laughs> it is. But you like the side. What's your favorite car you've ever driven? Oh, my favorite car I've ever driven? Man. It's gonna be biased about my Corvette, man. It's a 1990. It's, a, it's not the best car I've ever driven. That's heavy, though, no? That That is heavy, but it's just it's very fun to drive. It's. It's an eight-cylinder car, so like even though it is heavy, it had it has the engine capable of pushing the car, right? The the actual, if I'm being unbiased, the probably the best car I've ridden in was um, when our friend Manzur rented. I think oh, it was a Ghost, yeah, yeah. the Rolls Royce. The Rolls Royce is probably the best. I, I don't want I, like nobody can argue the suspension. Of the Rolls Royce is insane because. You don't feel a bump on the road. It's like you're in a fucking boat, right? Would I drive that every day? I don't know. I I, I don't know. Uh, cars are definitely uh, I'm passionate about. I guess I'm also biased and like, I don't like how they're forcing electric down everybody's throat. I don't like how that's, they're going to ban gas cars. Yeah. Um, that's another thing. But I mean, I'm not hating on the ecosystem. I invest in Tesla. I'm go definitely going to buy a Cybertruck when it comes out. That's why I said the Cybertruck and Model S and probably the Roadster. Like the reason why I said those cars specifically is it's not, they're not just electric cars, but they're electric cars with a kick. The Model S plaid, bro, you see on the road, sexy. It has crazy yeah, sex yeah, appeal. Yeah, yeah. Like the Cybertruck, I can only imagine. When the, when the, when the, when the X just came out, I remember like even when I, when Corrado, when you, when I pull up on you and you had the X, at the time it was fucking mind blowing. It still is mind blowing. When you see the Falcon doors, it's literally, it's so different, right? But 
The reality is, is if you're just driving the Model X with the doors closed, you're just driving the Model Y, or you're just driving the Model 3, no disrespect to anybody. I know two of these guys are literally driving these cars. There's no crazy sex appeal. For the average person, yes, there is. But for anybody who's tasted anything else, any other luxury, there's no crazy sex appeal in the, in the regular cars. Yo, I, I, I agree with you there, bro. Because like when I first got my car, like it was almost like, a, oh, shit, this guy's a Tesla. But now it's kind of like, you kind of see, especially my car, like you see it very the mild, yeah, the more and more now. Yes, so it's like... Yes. You're right. The Model S Plaid, it's like, that's kind of like, oh, shit. Like, you see that, it's like, oh, okay, okay. I got yes. S Plaid, right? And you can and, see it, too. Like, you see at the back, Plaid. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You just know. Yeah, like, bro. bro. You put those logos in the back. I don't think Tesla does. No, no, it is. No, no, Tesla does. It does. The, yeah, uh, the Plaid ones, they do. Yeah, because like, those be like, boom, like, for, like, yeah, yeah, it's, it's actually pretty sick. You guys own but, Tesla stock? Oh, yes. yes. That was yes, the first stock yes. I ever bought. Yeah? Yeah, bro. So I'm kidding. Bro, I got in like 2018, so I'm sitting on a lot of gains. <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah, I think we did like two splits after that, so yeah, it's yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. damn. Nice. Okay, so let's fucking hell. We, we talked about a lot of this podcast. Your podcast stars. Soccer, so Tesla. <laughs> guys, fun, comment bro. down below, guys. Are Teslas better than gas cars and Messi or Ronaldo? Comment down below. Let us know. Oh my God. seven. <laughs> okay, so Carl, let's talk a bit more about clubbing, bro. Because um, uh, have you been to Century? Century? Um, is that on King Street? Yeah, it's new or newer. No, I haven't been there since uh, Century Room back in the day. <laughs> okay, so bro, I was at I was at Century last night, and have you been to Forty Four? No. Okay. Okay. No. Cool. Okay. I stopped. I stopped the club stuff when I, I'm 37 now, so I stopped the club stuff when I was. 30. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Cool. I mean, well, I was gonna ask you, like, what's like the craziest like club story you have? The craziest club story is the okay. So one of the last Halloween parties I did. Well, it wasn't the last. It was the biggest one that I did was in 2014. I had okay. 5,000, about 5,500 people in a venue that. Wait, where were, was this? A the, government. the government. Wait, what? The government. Yeah, oh. you're probably too young to know the gov, but. Oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the gov is basically like, uh, you know, it's like rebel on steroids. So there was something bigger than rebel that we had. Bigger, yeah, it was bigger, but what? rebels much, much nicer. Like you know. Wait, okay, and where was this? Downtown, on Queens oh. Key. Yeah. Oh, Damn. Yeah. Now there's a building there. Uh, Daniel's oh, wow. building there on top of it, uh, but uh, but yeah, government That's was nice. a spot. That was a spot back in the day. Maybe you guys should just Google it after and see. If you Google my party, it was called Diablo Halloween Ball. You type in 2014 recap. Oh shit! It was insane. If if that place, that venue held 20,000 people, I think we would have did 20,000 people at one night. Damn. Because we had to increase tickets. We had to stop selling tickets. Like this wow. is like like I think a week before the event. And normally people buy tickets a couple days before, and the day of is when you get a lot of your sales. Um, but yeah, it was it was insane. It was a great bro, party. Time out, time out, bro. You're, you're telling me in one venue there's twenty thousand people. No, we no no no. If we had the space to fill twenty thousand. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, what I did for that party was insane. I we you know I basically postered all of Toronto in the GTA, oh, Mississauga, shit. all the malls, Mississauga. Um, Square One, we did Yorkdale, Markville Mall. Damn. Um, you know, we hit up like universities and stuff like that. Wow. Very everywhere. Yo, how much did it cost to get that many fucking posters? Uh, the to okay, so just that marketing campaign alone, like just 
promoting that whole project, that whole thing, event, probably cost me about 70 grand, 75 grand. Okay, okay. And then how much did you make? (laughs) How old are you guys? How old are you guys? I'm 22. 20, 24. Yeah, so I was around your age. Damn. And so, okay, what was the the return on that? It was pretty good. It was good. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, okay. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, yo, time up, Corrado, time up. Uh... Bro, yo, don't worry, man. It's been seven years. The CIA is not watching no more. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. Don't worry, don't worry. We're not going to get you in trouble. But yo, time out, Corrado. You're telling me, bro, because when me and Regis hit a big for the first time, what, we're like 20, 20, Regis was like 20, I was probably 22. Yeah, was and like, like I said... Regis was a bit more smarter than me. I was blowing the money, bro. Like I said, like I remember the the week I quit my job, I bought the Corvette in cash. I bought some dirt bikes. I bought a jet ski. I bought a Jeep in cash, an older Jeep. Uh, and I w- was just blowing money. Me and Regis, like I'm not even into designer clothes, but we're going shopping just to shop, right? Yeah, yeah. Did you not have? Did you not have that? Like, like when the first time money came in, you started like just blowing it. Okay, so this is the truth. This is this is what motivated me to to make that and to do that was I I bought a property. And you know, I was highly le- I was highly leveraged because I still had my Florida property. I had another property in Toronto, and I had the third. So I'm like, I have to make a good chunk of money, mm. right? To like bring down mm. my, my debt, right? And that's that party. Re- all the money I made just went into that. Mm. So you kind of already had like your back against the wall, like while you were trying to figure all this out. Yeah, I figured out, you know, but but that was a party that I did every year, and that one that one event clicked because that was a that was the final Halloween party at the government. Uh, oh. But I, I took advantage of the branding. I, I just went crazy. I promoted wow. everything. Yeah. Well, yeah, you know, with, that's what I do with with like condo projects, new pre-construction. Okay. That when builders give me the option. To just promote it, do whatever I want. I can I can do stuff like that, right? It's just it's a yes. whole marketing campaign. Like I'm a marketer, right? Yes. I happen to do real estate, but I'm yes. a marketer. Yeah. Yes. Okay, Karan, I want to touch on that real quick, bro. Because um, a lot of people say this, and actually I, I experienced this recently, like in the past couple of months as well. Um, you have a different determination when your back's pinned against the wall. Um, yeah. You know, someone like you, you actually, you had real estate, you had something that, like, you don't want to lose your, your property. Mm. Um, or there could be someone with me who inflated their lifestyle, and now the money's not coming <laughs> the same, and, like, now they have to make that I surplus. I wouldn't my property there. Like, I wouldn't okay, okay. properties or anything, but I just wanted to bring my debt down, because I don't like yes. debt. I just don't. Okay, okay. Yeah. No, fair enough. But what do you think? Do you think it's because I I hear entrepreneurs doing this on purpose? Like they will go finance a Rolex, go finance a nice car, they'll go finance all these things so it creates stress to work harder. Do you agree with that, or it kind of sounds like you have the opposite approach? Opposite approach for me. Okay. It's, no, for me it's real estate. It's something that's gonna yes. help me the long run. It's gonna help my future. It's gonna help me. Build yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So no, like that. No. Like I will do that. I would do that for real estate, but not a Rolex, not a car. Yeah, like, like the thing is, man, I feel like when you, at least for me personally, when you have that much like financial stress on you, like I feel like I'm not even going to be able to think straight, be able to like perform. Yeah, that much exactly, like, yeah. I'll just Are you going to go to buy a Rolex? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's good, that's good. Right, that's I think, yeah. Ooh, here's another thing, bro. I believe, yeah. not a statistic, but like majority of our relationships end because of financial stress. Yeah. Oh, for sure. So, like, oh, for if, sure. if relationships with another individual is going to end because you're in financial stress, yeah. surely your oh, fucking relationship with yourself is just going to go to shit. Oh, for if sure. If you're just constantly oh, looking sure. at, oh, here comes the Rolex bill. Oh, here comes the car. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? So, guys, I, I, what, yeah. is, what does success mean to you guys? 
What does well, it mean to you? Yeah, like, so for me, it's literally being able to do whatever I want to do whenever I want to do it. Love it. Yeah, that's my definition. Fire. That's my Fire. Too. That's yeah. Mine too. That's mine too. What about you? For, for me, it's progression, man. <laughs> No, no, for real, for me, it's like, I think success is progressing every single year, getting better every single year. I don't care if it's at business, at sport, at your talent, your whatever it is. Because I'm a kind of person where when I experienced freedom, when I got to quit my job and I got to fuck off for a little bit, <laughs> it, it was a, it was actually the worst for my mental health ever. Like, I, I actually, freedom for me is just having the choice to do what I want, but I don't think I ever just, like, chill. Like, for me, it has to be progressing because, uh, one, I wouldn't want to be in a, like, in a circle. Like, I'm always just... You know, making videos and the videos are not taken off. I wouldn't want to be in that circle. And also, I wouldn't want to be in a place where I'm just like, I'm at the beach all the time. Because, like, it, it fucks with my head. So, I think for me, the definition of success, success is progressing in life and doing what you're passionate about versus doing what you are forced to do. Mm. Yeah, for yeah. sure, for sure. No, what about you, man? We were going to ask you, so it's, it's good that yeah, you yeah. Same thing, Same man. Just doing yeah, whatever yeah. I want, whenever I want. And yes. uh, having the ability to, like... Yeah, like one day, let's say I don't want to do real estate. I don't have to do real estate. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. That's, that's, that never, I love that, that, that shit, man. Because I'm, I'm just, I love real estate. Like, yes. I know that will never happen. Yeah. Yes. yes. No, it's, that's, that's right. so cool, bro. It's, it, I don't know. I feel like a lot of people kind of also have that definition of they just want to have that. Like people like, like, that's why I always ask, like, what is your definition of success? Because like people don't right. actually know what it is. Like some people are like, oh, it's more money. But it's like, okay, why? Yeah. Or like when you start to really go deeper, it's like, I don't know. People just learn a lot about like what they're actually chasing. But yeah. Yeah, what do you guys want to be worth in 10 years from now? Worth in 10 years from now? So I'll be 32, uh, bro, probably at least like 10. Oh, in 10 years from now, probably like. You got to have that number, bro. Yeah, I should have that number. I'd say probably like 20 mil plus. Huh? 20 what? mil? In 10 years, then? That's nothing, bro. Yeah, look bigger fam. Easy, eat fam. Because here's the thing. Probably 50 mil make... bro. Probably 50 mil plus. 100 mil. 100 mil for sure. I want to be Corrado, bro. I want to be, what am I? I'm 24. By 34, I want to be 100 Yo, mil. Yo, bro, fam. If, you can do, Corrado, if you can do 100 mil, bro, I'll do 101. <laughs> I fuck, let's do it, bro. <laughs> yeah, should we place a bet, fam? Should we, uh, whoever hits 100 mil I'll bet you a million dollars. Like, I'll bet you a million dollars. A million dollars? Mil okay, wait, are we going by age or are we going by, because technically you have two years of over me. No, not by, not by age. Just who gets it first? So, yeah, so no, go 10 years from, from today. 10 years from today. 10 years so from not, today. nothing to do with age. Okay, yeah, sure. Okay, cool. I, 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 I so don't my advice, know. guys, my advice is try to hit something that you can achieve. For example, mm. like, you know, how many properties do you have to invest in to yeah. get to that mark? So yeah, if, you yeah. want to be, if you want to be worth $100 million, you're probably going to have to, I don't know, have like 50 to 100 properties yeah yeah mm. what area i don't know but i'm just saying yes you're gonna have to think of what you're gonna invest to make that because you're not gonna just make yes. that. you can but it's yes. rare you have to invest if yes. you invest in stuff it's gonna make you that right yeah how much bitcoin are we buying bro <laughs> what do you guys yeah, think no. of bitcoin do you think it's gonna oh, eventually I, come up i love a million bitcoin. percent a million percent is going to come up, bro. Once, I think a lot of people are just throwing the number 2024 out there. I personally believe when we see interest rates come back down and we see people have playing money again, that's when we're going to see Bitcoin hit some all-time highs. Yeah. Whether that's 2024, 2023, or 2025, I don't want to put a set number and a prediction out there. But I will say this, is when we see interest rates start coming back down, when we see uh, people are playing, like the playing money's higher, at that point, we'll see Bitcoin hit crazy all-time highs. And at that point, I think we'll see a six-figure Bitcoin. And it's not like a, I know it, it is a prediction, but like, 
in my mind, I see that as that's a million percent going to happen. Okay, so I, I want to bring something up, which is super interesting right now. I think both of you guys, your guys' biggest holdings are in real estate. Mine's in Bitcoin, which is pretty interesting. What's your average price? Uh, my average. See. So I'm, I'm in the red right now. My, 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 my biggest buy-in was 29K US. Okay. Yeah, so I'm in the red right now. Which is which? I didn't think I was ever gonna be in the red because when I bought at twenty nine k, like that was like a fucking snipe during the bull run, and then now we're at what twenty. There's a lot of support at twenty nine k, right? Yeah, and then yeah. we we broke we we passed that. I think it was this year or or, or like late last year, but yeah. Yeah. So it's, horrible, but no, I think it's inevitable. Like especially with like Bitcoin being like the front runner of cryptocurrency, and like we've seen this pattern happen before, right? Twenty twenty, I think twenty seven. It was twenty eighteen, the first time Bitcoin hit mainstream media, mm -hmm. and like even then, like this was a second pattern, right? So I think the next time, whether that's twenty twenty four, three years from now, four years from now, when interest rates come down, it's gonna be like parabolic. I think six figure Bitcoin is like a a conservative Do prediction. Do you see it coming down again? Do you see it going to like let's oh. say? 150,000 dropping back down to like 15k, 16k. Yes, yes, 100%. Until 15 no, no, no. Like 100 or 15k? No, no. That's like a what? Like a No, it'll have no, it will it'll have a new low. It will definitely have a new low. I I don't I'm not, I don't know charts like that. I don't want to pretend like I'm a fucking expert, but I will yeah. say this is it will never like you see right now like gold for example. Gold's been steady on an up uptrend. It'll come down slightly and then it'll come back up, right? Crypt like Bitcoin will only get like that after it's mass adopted. And you could spend anywhere, right? Yeah. In in theory, you could spend gold anywhere, bro. I go anywhere in the world that will take my gold, right? Your Bitcoin, in theory, yeah, technically you can, but it's not widely adopted yet. The quicker we get to the widely adoption, the quicker it will be more stable. But right now, it's wild west. Think about it. Every time crypto has been going crazy, it's like at the peak of crypto uh, uh, real estate markets. For the first time in my life, I remember in 2018, that's when I, the real estate buzz was going on. Uh, or at least maybe because I'm a bit younger. That, like, that was the first time I saw the real estate buzz going on. Mm -hmm. And simultaneously, crypto's popping off at the same time. We saw this exact same thing happen in the pandemic yeah. in 2020 when the, when the real estate market was going nuts. And the crypto's going nuts, right? And all these things, what does it go back to? It goes back to that interest rate thing, right? When interest rates are low, people have more money to dick around with because they have variable interest rates or mortgages are cut in like quarters. Yeah, yeah. They can spend their money in stocks. They spend their money in crypto. They're going to go buy the crypto. They're going to go buy this. And then like- Are you guys afraid though that guys like Warren Buffett, you know, Bill Gates, all these guys say it's going to go, it's going to be worthless? So, so here's the no. thing, right? Like there's always going to be like the fucking boomers that like, I think Charlie yeah. Munger said Bitcoin's rat poison or some shit yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. Like bro, buddy's going to hit the cask in a couple of years. Like he's not going to be around. Oh to see my Bitcoin. God. I, no, I'm just, I'm, like, I'm just, you know what I mean? Like, oh this, no, 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 listen, 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 no. What I'm trying to say is like, if you think about it, right, is he, he going to use Bitcoin? No. So like, no, he, he obviously doesn't care. like, why would he want Bitcoin to do, to do well? Like what, yeah. like, you know what I mean? Like he has no benefit in Bitcoin. I mean, he's out of the game. He's out of the game. You can't even well, we can't talk about it. They didn't invest in Amazon. They're good friends with, uh, you know, Jeff Bezos. Jeff. Mm -hmm. Bill Gates. I don't think they even bought Microsoft. That, that's the thing. Like, well, they, they missed. They don't even believe in Tesla. Yeah. Like the thing is, Old dogs can't learn new tricks. Their mind is set in a certain way. Yeah. During the dot-com bubble, again, we were like fucking, I don't even know if Release is born at that time. But during the dot-com bubble, a lot of people were saying the internet was a fad. The internet's not going to be around, right? Yeah. Where are those people now? Like, bro, and, and, I, and I, the, I hope, like, is, like, with crypto too, bro, like, think about it, right? Like, there's even people our age who, like, 
think crypto's still a scam or crypto is bullshit or like, you know, NFTs are oh, yeah, a scam. Yeah. But it's like once all this stuff, like you said, get massively adopted and like, bro, Tesla, or I think they sold all their Bitcoin now, but they held Bitcoin on their balance sheet. You know what I mean? Like all these companies, bro, there are countries that fucking buy Bitcoin. Was it El Salvador? buys bitcoin you know what i mean like when and use tesla as an example because elon musk is just a, a lunatic yeah, but, but no is, but there are is. other companies that i forgot what which company blackrock blackrock recently bought into bitcoin yeah exactly so like when all of these you know what i mean like it's eventually all going to stack up and like what umar yeah. was saying the, it's so volatile right now because of a low market cap and think about it when the supply eventually all gets mint or uh, mined out then it's going to be crazy because there's only 21 million Bitcoin. Mm -hmm. There are yeah. way more millionaires in the world. So if all the millionaires just want to one Bitcoin, that's literally impossible. So when we start to see that supply shock, that's when I think Bitcoin's going to, you know, like go absolutely batshit crazy. But there's yeah. going to be time. Like, I think there's, there's no there's no point in putting like a prediction, but we'll see. Well, yeah, but, yeah, but the reality. What's happening Michael Saylor. Well, Michael Saylor's freaking, um, like, what do you mean what's happening with him? Is he is he still holding all his Bitcoin? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, he hasn't been liquidated. Yeah. I'm pretty oh. sure. I, I could be wrong. I don't know who might want to do a quick Google search. He has a lot of Bitcoin. He yeah, he has a lot of Bitcoin. Like 60k, going crazy. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, that's the thing, right? Like when all of these institutions start, because like these big players, they're not just gonna buy one. They're gonna buy multiple, multiple, yeah, multiple. Gonna, so, yeah. so uh, supposedly he still owns 130 thousand Bitcoins. <laughs> <laughs> like that's fucking crazy and his average cost is like 30 grand yeah. wow yeah. that's that's insane yeah uh, no average price of nineteen thousand eight hundred. i guess us oh. yeah average oh, wow. average price yeah, yeah, yeah. he must have brought it down he must have bought yeah he must have bought yeah yeah, yeah. it's yeah. saying he bought another three thirty three hundred bitcoin um <laughs> recently oh, oh oh sorry sorry i think you might be right the other 300 he bought at the nineteen thousand average price oh. so i don't know the other other fucking hundred thirty thousand he bought at that's <laughs> nuts yeah imagine owning that much bro like fuck, i think he got a margin that. call too recently like oh, back in, in the fall when it went down to like 15 16 grand damn yeah that, i think um there was like i don't know the exact story but there was like a whole theory of how uh elon was gonna get tesla fucking margin called and then the Twitter deal wasn't go through because then he couldn't finance the Twitter. Like, there's, a, there's so much shit. Bro, when you start playing with margin, man, like, that's fucking scary. Yeah. <laughs> and just look at Tesla. What, a month ago, it was at, it was at 100 bucks. 101 dollars was a low. Yeah, and, and it's... Now it's, now it's at 210. Yeah. Uh, like, I don't know why people keep betting against Tesla Star. You'd have to be an idiot to, like, like no. still Bro. think, oh, Tesla's going to crash. Like, the only thing, though, like, this is what I think. The only thing that moved it back up was because of the... Because he cut the prices, he slashed the prices. That was the only catalyst to bring it up. But their earnings was also insane, if I'm not mistaken. The earnings was good, but that that wasn't enough to bring to like double it. Yeah. Well, other thing is like you sure. Elon, right? They like, need money in. Yeah. Yeah. Like, bro, when you're betting yeah. against Tesla, you're betting against Elon, and like, bro, Elon's arguably like the smartest man, like, in our generation, maybe maybe ever. Like, do you really want to bet against? Uh, that guy? I don't know about ever, but yeah, no, he's definitely. Yeah top g right now i do want to top say e. too <laughs> top e we talked about this slightly um about like tesla if there's gonna be tesla killer i will say this for sure for sure whether tesla has interior quality of 
Oh, there we go. <laughs> Whether Tesla's interior quality is cheap or premium luxury, whatever you want to call it, I think by this point, Tesla has become something like iOS, right? Where like, oh there's going God. to be hardcore fanboys forever. The same way someone's always going to have an iPhone, they love their iPhone. I think people are going to love the brand of Tesla uh, forever. So no matter what BMW could bring out with their cool electric cars, Dodge or whatever, <laughs> two iPhones, one uh, Android, Yo, uh, I think, you I think right to Tesla's going to stand around forever. <laughs> Oh my god, get that shit off the camera, bro. <laughs> but no fire, fire. Let's go. Okay, so yeah, I'm going to. Just... So before I got my Model Y, I went to Porsche. Okay? Oh, and I think this is, why, this is why Tesla is, is beating everybody, okay? It's because of their battery. So I went to Porsche, mm. I drove the Taycan, right? Yeah, that's beautiful, man. It is a very nice car. It looks nice. It's incredible. It's a beautiful car. The interior, you can't compare. You can't compare it with the Tesla. Okay. And the service that you get with Porsche, that's another thing. The service with Tesla sucks. It's really, really? bad. I hate it. I, I hate it. Well, okay, wait, wait. Why? Why? It just, I don't know. I don't, I don't like the service. I'm not a car person. I'm not, first of all, I'm not a car person, right? I went to Tesla a few times with my Model X. You know, they're like, you got to do this. You got to do that. They're giving me, uh, like, you know, like, I, I was stuck without a car for, for a bit. You know, I, I didn't like I didn't like their service. They wouldn't fix it properly, right? So that's why I'm like, I gotta get a new car because of that. Now, yes. when I went to Porsche, the service I got just going in, talking to the yeah. guy, it's like they people that like Porsches, they love Porsches. I drove yeah. the car. It was incredible, but the only problem was that it only gave me I think uh, uh, 300 kilometers, 250. Horrible. Horrible. My car now I get 500. Mm. That's pretty right? dope. 300, 250 to 300 kilometers is nothing for an EV. It's you nothing. need to have at least, I think you need to have at least 500. Driving an EV, yeah. EV car for like, you know, five years almost, you need to have, hundred percent. you, know, you need to have at least, at least 450 to 500 kilometers. Mm. And well, so the other thing is that's also like without including the winter, because I bet you those cars in the winter probably yeah. can't do anything. Like, that's what why are they going to drive that car in the winter? So the guy's saying oh, you get 250 yeah. kilometers, 300 kilometers per charge. You know, you minus 30%. That's not enough. For me 30%. as a realtor, there's sometimes I have to go to Toronto, yeah. Pickering, back to Vaughan. It's yeah. charging like crazy. <laughs> Porsche, they don't have a lot of charging stations. You have no, to you got to go like Blink or something. Yeah, and they're they're really slow. Those ones are really slow. But Tesla, yeah. they have the superchargers. So they that, have, that's yeah. beating everybody right now. Yeah, it's an ecosystem. It's an ecosystem. Yeah. That's the thing. Right now, I don't think I, that's the thing. I don't think Tesla's like a luxury. Like no one's gonna stay around for a luxury. They're gonna stay around for the ecosystem, the, the charges, the bro. networks, the convenience, just a brand awareness. Just like how a lot of people they don't know shit about phones, but they're gonna go with the Apple just because Apple just has a better brand awareness. I think Tesla does have that X factor for sure. And I think yeah, that's that's a big thing too. It's funny you said that because when I was looking at the BMW X i4, beautiful electric car, but I saw the range. I'm like, three hundred kilometers. Like fuck. Like yeah, you can't even make a Niagara and back. Like ah yeah. oh, man. Like it's just because it's hectic. When me and Radice did the, the we didn't, we went to Blue Mountain in, in the Tesla. It was like yeah. and it was winter. It was paint that I think it was like yeah, it was really drive. cold. Yeah, it was painful. We kept stopping. Yeah, like yeah. But the, right, but the right, thing is, because okay. like when we, we it was when we drove back from Blue Mountain, it was like minus thirty outside, and bro, I had to charge like yeah, it was freezing thirty minutes. It was yeah, really the cold easy. kills a battery. Bro, I was scared. Yeah, I was like, yo, yeah. guys, we might not make it back. Like, we might be standing <laughs> here. Like, yeah. No, I bro, I remember because like yes, it was cold, but at that, the moment I didn't realize the factors. Now we look back, it was fun, funny story. But in the moment, I'm like, fuck. 
we're not ready for EVs just yet. But then, then we, we went out in his car other times, and it was it was fine. Like, you get still gonna sh- hey man, you got even with the car, you gotta stop for gas sometimes. So yeah, you get what you give. I mean, you, you but you know what? Food and stuff. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Yeah. Let's move into the short shroud. I guess we only have a couple questions left. Yeah. Um, I know Karate, you got to get going. Um, so Karate, it's a short round. We only got three questions for the short round. Uh, essentially, you got to answer in like less than a minute. Uh, and the first question is, what's your best investing tips? All right, let me rephrase it. Sorry. What's your best tips for investing in real estate? Best tip for investing in real estate is um, don't be afraid. Don't try to time the market. Mm. Okay. Uh, and, you know, look for... For, I, I don't know if, if you're young, if you're a young investor and you want to get into the game, I, I would recommend doing it because when I was young, I would spend money on stupid things, bottle service, st- you know, when I had the money sitting in my account versus yes. investing in something, right? Yes. But it may not even cash flow like for the beginning for a bit, especially if you're buying in Toronto, depends where you're buying, but yeah. just leaving your money in real estate, I think for me, like it made more sense than buying stupid things, right? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Okay. Fire. Um, what do you think is better to invest in condos or houses? Uh, it really depends where. Okay. What about in Toronto? In Toronto, condos may. Okay. So if you're the type of investor where you just want to sit back and not really do much, condos a better investment. Okay. If you're the type of investor where you want to do some work, renovations and stuff like that, the house makes more sense because you can renovate it, bring up the value, sell it, yes. do it again, and do it again, and do it again. Right. right. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So there really depends okay. on strategy. Okay. Awesome. Okay. And then uh, the last one in the round, um, underrated stocks to buy or some underrated stocks on your radar. Um, right now, I would say Google. Google. Okay. Why Google? I like Google. I, I, I think Meta is going to be perform yes. well the next 20 years. Yes. Yes. Right? Um, they're more value stocks, right? Yeah, there you, go. there you go. I would say those two are like the safest ones in my opinion. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, but I sure. also like if you want to take a risk. I like Xpeng. I think Xpeng is uh, that, is a great stock. Isn't that an EV That's, company as well? In China, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I read a little bit about that one. Yeah, Interesting. No, okay. Risk, but I think Xpeng in the next like year can probably double if things get better in China, right? Mm. Fire. Yes, yeah, okay. yes. You guys need to check it out. Check out the Xpeng cars. Are really yes. good. Yeah. Do you have videos okay, on that fine. on your YouTube channel? No. Ooh, I saw these talk videos because I don't want people thinking that I'm under like they, 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 when I was making those videos, I thought I was <laughs> in real estate. So yeah. okay, okay, all right. Well, that wraps up the uh, shorts question. We're gonna get into the rapid fire round card. But before we get into that, do you have any other questions you have for us or anything else you want to talk about? No, well, guys, I think we we talked about a lot in this uh, this episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we have yeah, from soccer to real estate to crypto. <laughs> Okay, so yeah. no stone unturned. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're gonna go into the rapid fire round. So basically, we're gonna say a word or a phrase, and you have to reply back with one word and the first word that comes to your mind. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. First word is property. Um. Okay, so I just come up with a word. Yeah. Yeah. What are you doing? Just one word. What do I do? What do I do again? Sorry. Okay. So just one word. The first word that you think of, just say that one word. Okay. Okay. Let's go. Okay. All right. Property. Investment. Entrepreneur. Uh, lonely. Oh. Oof. Dang. Investing. Strategy. Crypto. Nice. Currency. All right. Okay. Okay. Uh, real estate. Um. Didn't you just say that one? Was that property? Did you say real estate? No, it's property. Uh, okay. Um. Cash flow. 
Okay. Okay. Uh, the feeling of closing a deal. Um, unreal. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Uh, competition. Like I, I would say goal. Oh. I would say goal. Goal for that. Goal. Like goal. Like, oh you know when you oh yeah, 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 I can score a goal. Yes, yes. <laughs> okay, and um, comp. So next one was competition. Competition. Um. Team. Okay. okay, and the last one, success. Um. Humble. Ooh, awesome! A awesome. humble answer. Okay. Right? <laughs> all right and then karate we just got the two last questions to ask you the first of the two is when uh asked the question who's the first person that comes to mind and the question is the most motivating person of all time yeah, for you him. i knew it <laughs> i knew it <laughs> okay right um, on, right and on. the last question for you today karate if everything up or sorry from the day you were born until now if everything in your life was written in a book what would that book be called? Victory. Ooh, one word. Ooh, nice. That was quick, too. That was fire, yeah. bro. Sheesh. Karate, you All speak right. Italian, right? Sorry? You speak Italian? A bit. How, how do you yeah, say victory in uh, Italian? I think it's Victoria. Victoria. I'm not sure. I'm not 100%. I think it's... <laughs> yeah. Wait, just said with an accent, bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, it's fire, guys. Uh, Corrado, again, thank you so much for coming on, man. Every time we do some sort of content with you, it's a pleasure. Yeah, yeah, yeah bro. And we're, we're going to put all your links in the description below, but did you want to make a specific plug? Um, no, if you guys have any questions about real estate or anything like that, anybody watching, uh, you can hit me up. Um, you know, leave my channels or my stuff below. Just, yeah, let me know. For sure, for sure. Hey, right, cool. Yeah. Awesome, awesome. Well, that wraps this up, guys. If you enjoyed watching content like this, do make sure you subscribe, comment, leave a review, and make sure you check out Stockpick. First link in the description below. Until next time, stay safe success. Take it easy, guys.